0: hello and welcome to the dice breaker podcast it's friday uh it's it's friday may the may the sixth friday be with you yeah uh all you star wars fans out there star trek fans uh star frontiers fans um stars in their eyes fans uh shout out to matthew kelly uh my namesake i will say
1: oh i don't know i'm just oh my my stream is just very delayed i was worried we hadn't
0: no, no, on, no, We're slightly behind. Okay. Uh, it's fine, it's fine. I was just worried. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> I was worried that
0: it. <laughs> uh, it's It's, it's fine. all good. Uh, we're here, I'm Matt Jarvis. Hello, thanks for joining us. It's a Friday, we hope you're doing well. I'm joined yeah. on this Dicebreaker podcast by To The Team. Uh, of course, we have Matty Cullen. Matty, how are you doing? Excellent, good to have you here. And of course, Alex Meehan, also joining us. Yeah,
1: let's fop it off and go to (laughs) TGIF.
0: I thought you said fop it off and I was like, that's a weird reference to the UK high street chain fop. Uh, Is that a high street chain? Yeah, it's owned by like HMV. It's like the indie HMV, but then it was bought by HMV. So now it's just part of the the monolithic capitalism uh, machine.
1: I do know fop. Apparently I'm echoey, I'm going to investigate this.
0: There's a good fop in Cambridge uh, and it has a good downstairs. Uh, and it always feels like the closest I've ever got to one of those old 90s, like video rental stores where you could go downstairs and find some kind of like weird, messed up movie by some like indie filmmaker. Except um, it's not that, it's just like wall- walls apparently,
1: of Apparently, Maddie is muted. I sound like Mufasa talking to Simba. <laughs>
0: It's all good.
2: Every time I try uh, to well... <laughs> OK, that
1: should be working <laughs> for me. I'm not quite sure why you're echoing. That should just be. It's because I'm, oh, Matt is also, <laughs> it's because we're so godlike.
0: Uh, we, we pump him back in uh, to your audio somehow, Maddie. Uh, anyway, while you're you're tweaking around, I will keep talking because then hopefully we'll also give a good indication of how the audio is going. Yeah. Uh, but we are here, of course, as every Friday, uh, to talk about tip Top Games and other stuff that's been going on in our lives and the world at large. Maybe not the world at large. Let's keep it. Let's keep it small. Let's keep it. Yeah, light. I don't want to uh, get into uh, that. No. We're here to. We're here to hopefully bring a, a little bit of you know entertainment and joy into your lives on this Friday. Mm. Uh, if you're in the chat, thanks for joining us. Hey, uh, it's good to have you. If you're joining us and you're somehow not subscribed to Dicebreaker's YouTube channel, if you're joining us live. Uh, you will need to be subscribed to the channel. Uh, not not a member, you don't have to pay any money. No. Uh, just hit that subscribe button and jump into the chat. Yeah. Because uh, we've had some, some recent mm. bot things which appear to be a YouTube uh, problem, so we've made a subscriber only for the time being. Yeah. But, hey, it's hopefully it's not a huge ask. We're not asking any money of you. It's um, an
1: incentive to subscribe.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, thanks for being here. If you're in the chat, drop some questions in. Let us know what you've been doing. Let us know what you've been playing. We'd like to hear from you, uh, but thanks for being here. For now, let's crack on with what we've been up to this week. Let's start, Manny, freshly unmuted. Let's yeah. start with.
1: Uh, I'm sorry, Maddie, Are you still doing tech things? Would it
2: be yeah, better if I mean, went? I'm sorry, if it's echo because for some reason on my mic, even though it's just my mic, it's still picking you guys up a tiny bit. Um, I will talk. No. So sorry about
0: Quieter. <laughs> we'll just we'll go full SMR.
1: Would you like more time to investigate? Um yeah, you could start with somebody else if you want.
0: Alright, okay. Alex Meehan. Sorry. Somebody Starting else. In. Uh how's your step weekend? You've been playing to, anything? But... you been doing anything?
1: Step up to the streets.
0: Step up to Yeah, that's one of the ones of Channeling Tate in a minute, right? Uh, there are loads of Oh no, I out. don't
1: know if he's in that one. I think he's in the original, right? Step up.
0: Oh, is he not in Step Up to the Streets? The yeah, best uh... title would step up thing. <laughs> Yeah
1: that romance story of a ballerina and a
0: yeah. what,
1: what a break dancer
0: yeah something like that i feel like there should be more board games and so on that have sequels that incorporate the number of the sequel into their title so yeah. like ticket Two ride right yeah
1: well yeah i mean the thing is obviously those they're not really number one. they're not really sequels hmm Number two, they're themed around like the different places in the world. So I don't know if that would really work.
0: Yeah, maybe addition numbers, but then you get you'd have like mansions to madness. Actually mansions to madness, I kinda of like, yeah. That's
1: pretty good. Arkham oh.
0: Free Horror. Arkham for... Arkham mm. for-er.
1: Well no, you do the classic thing where you replace an E with a free.
0: Yeah, like dry free R. Like yeah. fear. Or, like they yeah, did or, that. No. Um, exactly.
1: Yeah. It was. Come
0: on, board game creators, Put yep. your finger out and start making this... like fun titles. Yeah, Bring we back wanted... the mid-noughties style yeah.
1: titles. We want to see this marketing strategy again. We've missed it.
0: Yeah, two ticket, two ride, uh, and so Yeah,
1: I don't know why I'm ex... stuck
0: on Ticket to Ride as the example, but it's here I'm now.
1: not surprised. You do like Ticket to Ride.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could easily give Ticket to Ride the subtitle to Fast and Furious. To be fair,
1: you could um, do a crossover, really.
0: Yeah, you put yeah. tiny Vin Diesel's across the map.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, you have to like, agree- you have to like, excitingly board the train. Yeah, like drive on top of the train. In yeah, the car.
0: but it's actually about family, uh, Ticket to Ride. <laughs>
1: Ultimately, it yeah. is really. I mean, although if anything were to destroy a family, it would be Ticket to Ride.
0: Yeah, I want to play the Fast and Furious game on a related note. I haven't played it yet. Highway Heist, I think is the name of it. Um, yeah. I've exactly. heard really good things.
1: Is it Funko or is it believe, Ravensburger? Yeah, I believe it's I always, a Funko
0: joint. It's a Prospero yeah. Hall.
1: It's one um, of the. It's one or the other. Those. Yeah. those ones are usually Ravensburger or Funko games.
0: Yeah, and I feel like Prospero Hall was a designer. They put out games that you look at and on first blush you're like, "Where they made a game of that?" Such yeah. as uh, Rear Window and uh, not Rear Window. Um, uh, the other Hitchcock one.
1: There's another Hitchcock one.
0: Well, is it Rear Window? Yeah, it's. It's real window, rear right?
1: window, but that's not even out yet.
0: Yeah, so we don't but, know what it's like. <laughs> but they do games like that where you look at it and you're like, "Why are they making a game of that?" And then you play it often, and you're like, "Oh, okay, this actually works." Uh, yeah, it's like
1: know, um, it's it's like Jaws, the board game, which is Ravensburger. Uh, uh, disclaimer. Uh, but initially you're like, number one, even though Jaws is an absolute classic, it is like 30 years old or something yeah. like that. Uh, it's not exactly the hottest. It's 50 years
0: old, I believe, as of. As of this year, seventy-two, I think, is a Jaws. Oh, really? is Jaws. It right.
1: Yeah, it's older than you think. It's older than you think. Um, yeah, uh, I thought it was an eighties film for some reason, but um, no. Uh, even though obviously people remember Jaws and it's become so iconic hmm. that you just need to, you know, like do the do the bit of the soundtrack that people know, and immediately people know it. Um, like it's not exactly the hottest nostalgia. Property about these days because it wasn't made in the 80s you go. but they made a board game of it and it's really good. Mm. <laughs> it's really good. Like, I played it um, a few months ago and I think I talked about it on this podcast, yeah. but it's slap, man. Like, it's really, but it's not like this is the thing. We've had this discussion quite a few times actually about how licensed board games have just gotten so good. <laughs> in recent years, in terms like compared to we was you know we kind of gotten used to like the sad state of affairs where it's like oh here's a licensed board game you go around a board and there are vague references to the property but in the recent like I would say over the last like five years maybe a bit longer like licensed board games have sort of become a bit more respected and like because it's like the people making them care They care about what they're making, which makes a huge difference because then they make something like Jaws where it's, they think about like, what's the themes of the film and how does it work? Like, how can we turn this thing into like a tabletop experience Mm. that's actually enjoyable to play and not just, you know, like, here's a themed thing that suckers will, sorry, will buy. (laughs)
0: Uh, J.P. Corkery, uh, Christy, Jaws was 75, so 75. after 72, but before the 80s, so yeah, there we go. Uh, coming up to its 50th, congrats Jaws. Yeah, I uh, love well Jaws. So yeah, what have you been playing me in? Anything in particular?
1: Uh, yeah, I've been playing a few things actually. Uh, um, so I've played a wee bit of Rhino Hero. Sacred text uh,
0: OG Rhino Hero or Rhino OG? Hero Super Battle. Oh, wow. I
1: don't have Super Battle, which I should rectify because Super Battle is really good. Um, it's just like again, it's the perfect sequel Rhino Hero 2 Super Battle. Mm. That would work.
0: Rhino Hero to the limits would be to like, the a, yeah, or yeah. to the to the to the sky
1: to the skies because you're building the house, well, the houses flat skyscraper to the sky um yeah no uh i should have super battle because it's basically rhino hero but more intense uh but i just i don't we've got coffee in the office i think but um I w- <laughs> Um, I played a bit of Rhino Hero, and it's very exciting. I played it with some new people, and it's always fun to watch that.
0: Yeah. So for folks who who might have joined oh, or uh, listened to Dice after we, all
1: oh, uh... audio is gone. Oh, oh it lost me air. <laughs> Well, the echo stopped. Oh, i I'm gone. <laughs> oh, we're back.
0: <laughs> all good. Uh so for those like for folks who might have tuned into Dice Breaker a little after we because we went for a Rhino Hero stage early on. Mm. Uh do you mind explaining what Rhino Hero is, that I feel like we should
1: come oh through. I will look through the sacred text of Rhino Hero. Um yes. Yeah, so- of these little foldy cards the idea is that you take turns to play one of your cards from your hand and these cards are actually like roof cards um and oh i'm gone again no sound (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna wait until it comes back (laughs) um just
0: keep rolling because i don't think we'll be able to tell when it goes in and out and hopefully the recording's picking up
1: anyway i am back again.
0: Maddie, you're muted. (laughs)
1: Maddie's muted. Yeah, it was echo, but sorry. (laughs) Oh (laughs) my goodness. Um and being muted. Right. I'm gonna keep going. Oh, I'm gone again. (laughs) We might need to take a break um to maybe sort out some tech issues.
0: Just Um, keep going. I believe Maddie and Wills are on it. So we'll Yeah, but
1: there's no point in me talking if no one can hear me, so like uh, I would rather pause if we're literally like muted.
2: I think it should be uh, if we're being guys. muted during muted it because then I'm literally talking
1: to no one. So I would rather bam for a bit and maybe come back to talking like about the schedule or whatever when when people can actually hear us probably.
0: We're in Oh, they can hear Maddie, but we can't hear Maddie.
1: No, which is oh, well, I mean Maddie's muted for, for us. <laughs> so um yeah, no, uh, Wheels and Maddie are sorting it out. Uh, oh, apologies for this, everyone. Tech issues happen, yeah, <laughs> especially a, when we're doing it from home.
0: And people amazing. are saying
1: echo is better than science, they can hear me, yeah, okay,
0: great, yeah, but oh, we yeah.
1: we now can't hear Maddie, which Sorry. is a problem, okay, yeah, so that's right. Maddie out. was just
0: to Google Meet, okay, yeah.
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what, echo is not the worst thing in the world. Um, I think we may need. I think everyone. We may need to just deal with this because if it's between echo or
0: yeah, they can nothing at you. all.
1: It's <laughs> then, all right. like I think the we know which one is preferable. At least I hope we know which one's preferable. Can you do no echo as long as we have no me. <laughs> <laughs> so I just sit and look. Ding. I mean, we'll get. I'm sure the lovely people at home can cope.
0: They can hear all of us, apparently. It's all right.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Here you go. Apologies to the Echoes. We'll deal with it at some point. Yeah,
0: fun, not really an anecdote about reverb, though. Uh, I remember when I was first learning guitar, when I was about like 11, uh, someone just told me, like, I didn't know how an amp worked. And I was like, what's this knob? And it was just the reverb knob, which just basically introduces Echo. Uh, And someone was like, oh, that's the knob that you just turn up and it makes all your guitar stuff sound good. And for multiple years, because nobody told me any different. I was just like, "Yeah, it's the magic knob that just makes everything sound good." It's the um, magic knob. Yeah, you know. That's, you just, I love you that. You just whack <laughs> it up and it fixes everything. It just makes you sound like, you know. I'm going
1: to. I'm going to make a. Um, oh my god, why have I forgotten his name? A Jim Henson-style film called The Magic Knob. <laughs> and I'll get puppets, and there'll be weird creatures, and there'll be a little like caterpillar. I love those, uh, and it'll be great, and I'll be in it
0: naturally. Yeah, I assume, yeah, I naturally. Assume. You're yeah. first, the first person you cast in your yeah. In obviously, Hanzo.
1: I'm the talent, Matt. <laughs> like, come on, you can't have the film without me. I'll direct, star, and produce. Right. Um,
0: back anyway, right,
1: I'm going to start from the beginning of the explanation of Rhino Hero because uh, I'm worried that people didn't hear it some of it, so it's quicker way. So you've got a deck of cards and the cards are also roof tiles, quote. And then you've got like floor cards, no, wall cards that you fold. And the idea is that people take turns to play a roof card, uh, but before they can play it, they need to build the walls. So you've got like a bottom starting card and then you place the wall cards like I don't know how to describe. I'm not very good at describing shapes, but it's like they're standing up. So then you can balance the roof card on top.
0: Yeah, they're kind of like an open book, right? Like yes, yeah, yeah. Right.
1: exactly. And then you balance the roof card on top, uh, and then that roof card will have a little pattern on it that the next person needs to follow with the the wall cards to try and place them there, and then place their roof card on top. So it's a dexterity game, but you're basically It's like a a mixture of you want the tower to get really high because it's fun like that. But also you want someone else to mess up so then you don't lose. So either someone wins when they manage to play all their cards from their hand or everyone else wins when someone topples the tower. And I've rarely seen someone manage to get rid of all their cards.
0: It's hard, yeah. It's
1: hard, yeah. (laughs) It's not easy. It's much more likely that the tower is going to topple. But it's just a really visually... Like, you can watch someone play this game and you know exactly what the deal is, basically. And then you've got this little um, standee rhino hero. Uh, little, Or oh, the hero himself. And then you sometimes you have to, like, pick him up and pop him on top of the different roof tiles. And sometimes you have to move him. And mm. that's always, like, a butt-clencher.
0: Yeah, he's, like, surprisingly dense. Yeah! Where, like, it's quite a weighty <laughs> little... It's, like, almost like a meeple thing, right?
1: Um, yeah, it's like a little meeple, but he looks great, and he's the minor hero, but yeah, it's great. And the other thing I really like about it is that the wall cards have like little illustrations on them, of because it's meant to be like a flat, like someone's house, mm. um, and they're really cute. There's like one of like a little dog, like peeking around the curtains, and there's another one of an elephant brushing its teeth, and I just love that stuff. It's just so charming. Haber. Haber makes some good
0: Habba, games. Yeah, Haber, like, German game publisher. All their stuff comes out in yellow boxes, which I don't like because I hate the colour yellow. Oh, but they well, make some really good games. You're uh,
1: wearing yellow!
0: Yeah, but I will make an exception for the Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they also did... Is it called Barrel of Vikings or... Yeah. Vi- Valley of,
1: Vikings, the, the Valley of Valley Vikings. Valley of
0: Vikings, that's the yeah. you. not Barrel Which of Vikings. The team,
1: the team have played in the past and they, yeah. they seem to have a lot of fun with it. But then they also make games like that dragon egg one that Johnny really hated. Yeah, I think one? that
0: won an award though. I think that was like a.
1: The thing is,
0: if they. of a certain age. Yeah. Like under four. They primarily
1: fun. make games for children. Yeah. But like some. <laughs> God. You <laughs> they primarily make games for children. Right. So obviously you've got to take that into account. Yeah. Um so they're not the most complex games. Right, but then but... you get got something
0: like Rhino Hero that's good for all yeah. ages.
1: Rhino Hero oh, Super Battle Yeah. So, Rhino Hero Super Battle slap. It, it, it's yeah. it's Slaps. it's 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 absolutely slap um i, I think that. they do that animal stacking game as well right? mm,
0: animal animal upon animal which is a fantastic oh. name for a game uh because it is just slightly euphemistic in like a weird way yeah, so, yeah. Animal, animal upon animal is like a weirdly awkward phrase to say out loud but i i like it i, I don't see what the problem is
1: you just get a sheep and you put cow on top of it yeah the pig yeah. Uh, that's maybe. nature uh so yeah i played some runner here i love that i played a lot of bananagrams
0: mm, okay so you're on the bananagrams i call it bananagrams like no i feel says, like there are no
1: a, one says in this,
0: you go in this part ways. of the
1: world no one says banana like you're banana. either
0: you're either banana. like accentuating the banana or you're accentuating the anagrams there's no middle ground you're either a, b- uh, a bananagrams okay. person or you're a bananagrams person and I'm going bananagrams all the way. Well,
1: I'm a banana person. So. Yeah.
0: Look, there's no wrong answers, it's just two uh, yeah. correct answers.
1: Look, bananas are great. They're full of potassium. Uh, if they get too <laughs> if they get too sweet, you can make them into banana bread. Mm, I yes. refuse to eat an overripe banana. It's disgusting. Scot-
2: oh, they've changed. I yeah. like They're a totally a different, different fruit. fruit. Like, like a whole mm. new thing. We've talked
1: Maddie and I yeah, and we've we've had a whole chat all. about
0: this. Yeah, my when I was uh, uh young, my parents used to turn around, but I refused to eat the bottom of a banana. Uh, so my parents used to flip the banana around and put it back in the skin so that I wouldn't realize. And then by the time I got to the bottom and realized it was the top, too late.
1: Oh, um, yeah. a traumatic experience. Yeah. Young man. Um. Yeah. So banana ground. For those who may not know, is a very simple word game where, firstly, let's say the most important thing about it. I can see Matt about to like, about to jump on top of that. No, no, I
0: really like Bananagrams, so like, i No, I'm... no,
1: no, no, But you, I've not mentioned the most important part of Bananagrams,
0: which the, is- The happy salmon uh, uh, effect.
1: Yeah, which is uh, the tiles are come in a little banana bag.
0: It's
1: so cute. It's a little felt bag that looks like a banana. Yeah. <laughs> and you open it up and then you take the little tiles out. And it's it's basically like speed scrabble is how i describe it. So you get all your tiles out of your banana and then you put them all on the board and everyone takes like, depending on the number of people, but it's about 15 usually. Uh, and then you obviously turn them over and then everyone has to try and create a little scrabble board um, with their tiles. So like how you play Scrabble, where you put the tiles together and try and make words and then connect those words with the letters in the words. Um, and then once someone has managed to use all the tiles they have, they yell, peel. Mm. And then everyone gets yeah. to draw a tile from the, the pool, the remaining pool of tile. And then you have to try and turn that into a Scrabble board. And basically, once all the tiles are gone, the first person to use the last tiles that they have is the winner. But it's yeah, it's speed scrabble.
2: It's and, very fun.
1: and I <laughs> I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> because as a woman of words, <laughs> I suck. <laughs> I suck at phonogram. <laughs> I just get really stressed. Yeah. And then I'm like, how do I do this again? How do I do words without hmm. words? That's um, weird.
0: I feel like Bananagrams, Bananagrams is like slightly more forgiving than normal Scrabble, at least because you you can rearrange things as you go.
1: Yeah, and yeah. You like, don't as long have as you get all your letters it.
0: in, yeah, you mm. don't have to like make super long words that score loads of points because the idea is just using your tiles. Yeah. So it doesn't yeah. matter if you make a load of like four letter words, or well, <laughs> maybe not those four letter words, uh, but short short words it. are just as effective as long words. So I feel like there's a slight bit of pressure, but all word games I think have that have that pressure, which I. Like completely mm-hmm. upset. It's like it's a lot to think of. Just words on the fly using well, yeah it's, I mean, it's stressful. Yeah.
1: The group I was playing with. This was like a meetup group that I'd not met before, uh, and it was actually for language learning, which is kind of really fun mm. for oh. Bananagram because it helps people think about. Because because it was a Japanese language meetup, we were allowed to use Japanese words or English words if we wanted. Obviously, written with with like. Yeah. Uh, Roman alphabet Roman
0: you're not using like kanji like romanticized I'm not,
1: yeah I'm not using we're not we we're not using kanji because we don't have kanji tiles but um yeah that was fun because the Japanese people who were there were like it was helping them learn English and for us English native speaking folks it was helping us learn Japanese which is a really fun sort mm. of activity for us to do but um yeah there was one guy there who was uh <laughs> I'm going to try and be nice and <laughs> say so competitive. But, um, <laughs> you, you know, when you're kind of struggling a little bit and you're trying to use your brain and you're a bit stressed about that, it's not great to have someone there kind of like making you feel even more self conscious about trying to make words and be smart. Uh, so don't do that. Listeners and viewers, be nice when people are making games. Sorry, playing games, uh, especially when they involve a lot of. Brain activity, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah.
0: If the objective is learning as well, <laughs> yeah. Like, coming away from what is meant to be like a learning exercise, and like, meant to be fun, learn as good meant as to be someone else.
1: Not mm. meant to be like banana isn't exactly the most intensive, competitive experience out there. But um, you know, banana is great. Love, love that bag. Fantastic stuff. We also played skull.
0: Hmm. Skull.
1: Um. That, that's a trick. If you're learning Japanese, sometimes you can get away with saying words with just like a Japanese accent and it actually works. Oh. <laughs> uh, but um, Skull is a game, a bluffing game primarily. Oh. It's very beautiful. Uh, and it is a game where everyone has a set of coasters. You could play it with beer coasters technically. But you have a set of coasters and one of them is secretly a skull and all the rest like flowers. And then you basically, the rounds go with players choosing to either place down one of their coasters or bet how many coasters they bet they could flip up without revealing a skull. And obviously all the coasters are face down, so they don't know which skulls are where, if there are any, uh, except for their own. But the fun thing is you have to do your own first for everyone else. Is. So sometimes people will try and like bluff and bid even though they know they have a skull in their own stack and i'm like that that's pain that is playing very fast and loose (laughs) that's when you want some real thrill in your life Mm,
0: that's yeah that's that's the bluffing really like on the edge of a knife
1: because then if you bid and someone else wins the bid and they they do it then like they might go for yours first because they might think you didn't miss any skulls. That's
0: my favorite moment in those kinds of games where you just go go for broke and just confidently be like yep I'm I'm bidden," because they know that you have to turn yours over like you say first so then they they are just like well I know that you are safe and it's like bam. Mm. Uh,
1: One thing that Maddie and I play together along with a wheels and a live yeah. Was Frostgrave. Yeah. Frostgrave. Um so we spoke about this last week. If you listen to the podcast then, and we spoke about it quite a few times, and Wills actually has a wonderful article about it on the site right now. Mm-hmm. Uh Frostgrave is a miniatures game where you're wizards. Uh and the goal is to try and find treasure. In this this environment that's filled with like terrain and obviously rival gangs of wizards and mercenaries and stuff. So uh, we played that. It, it was a big game. I think it's because there were four of yeah. us. Obviously, I had not played before, and we had a lot of fapping about where we we're just like, let's order some food and do mm, this and yeah. Um, but it was really fun. It's like my first miniatures game I'd ever played, and it was very accessible which yeah. i loved it was so quick to make my warband not physically make them uh it took me a bit of time to glue them all together but to actually like devise what my wizard could do and because and, you can cast spells and things and who my warband uh were yes round of applause for maddie in the chat well done maddie for sorting <laughs> okay. out the i'm so team. sorry it's just, i'm learning tech but i think it should be okay now <laughs> It's wonderful. I'm just sure in time is. for Frostgrave, so that's all yeah, I was waiting just for. Yeah, just in time. Talk about time Frostgrave. For <laughs> um, uh, so my wizard was like a a, a a classic wizard, really. Like they could cast like elemental spells, and they had a few other tricks up their sleeve. Yeah. Whereas the others were all playing these fancy smancy wizards who could like summon stuff <laughs> and things.
2: I'm not that fancy. I just use Leap all the time, which is like a teleport spell. I barely summon any
1: demons. Wheels, Wills, like a cheeky boy, mm. cast a spell that meant if you wanted to then cast Leap, it was even more difficult He like yeah. raised the challenge rating, which is a really clever strategy move, move that I think was a direct response to uh, Maddie and Liv's yeah. shenanigans.
2: <laughs> and then you previously. also taking Leap, right?
1: I also took leap, yeah. yeah. but then I didn't use it, I used, I luckily I had another really good spell that did something mm. sort of similar, which is, it's like a haste spell, uh, and you cast it on one of your people, and it means that they get more movement, uh, but my wizard was very, very bad at casting anything, <laughs> basically failed every single spell bar one, oh, I think. It was but really luckily, bad luck. Luckily, you also have an apprentice who can also cast spells. So the apprentice was better than the wizard. <laughs> it's how it goes mm-hmm. sometimes.
2: They're, you know, they're just better. Mm-hmm. Liv's apprentice is always so much better and casts way more spells than her wizard seems to.
1: Yeah. So um yeah, it was an interesting scenario. We had to like destroy these pillars to discover these treasure chests mm. and such. Uh and chaos. <laughs> it was chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> and why is that? Why is that, Maddie? Why? what happened in the game
2: what it did mean, it's Liv just do? Always, always chaotic like <laughs> no matter that's what the fun of frost especially with four people just mm. running all into the center because normally you have little treasures spread out across the map whereas we all had to go into the exact same place like yeah, you know the really carnage. Close to each other yeah.
1: <laughs> there was a lot of murder. um and then Liv, every time you pick up a treasure, you have to roll a die to determine mm. whether a, a monster spawns. And Liv live. her only the, the only twenty she rolled were in the were in summoning the monsters. Yeah. And so we got two frost trolls. Yeah, she rolled in up. that
2: twenty, so we got like the highest level of monster encounter and we
1: were level one. Incredible. Yeah so a frost troll appeared behind maddie and then mm-hmm. one appeared behind me and i was like oh no oh, <laughs> so Horrid! everybody run everybody run away <laughs> yeah. um but that was fun and yeah uh, it, i enjoyed it very much uh, it was fun to watch wills and Liv just <laughs> going at <out>. yeah <laughs> they shouldn't be allowed to start on the same board like the same no. side of the board because they yeah. just go for each other funny. there was a lot of deep-seated sort of the frost grave resentment going on where yeah. it was like past past sins had come basically came to light yeah uh and um i think Li- there was a lot of grenading wheels did maybe did something he shouldn't have and then liv was like well i'm not gonna let you get away with that and live so uh yeah, lots of depth on that side of the table. Whereas Maddie yeah. and I were fairly cordial with one another. Yeah, we got to, we
2: got into like a little gentleman's agreement at the end where we were like, you know what, we've been playing this isn't for worth it. many hours. That's just yeah. that's just agree. We both got our treasures and and make our way off the board.
1: You know. Yeah, I, we both got what? Wait, we both got one. I got two. No, you got two. Yeah, I I got one. I think that's why I was chasing after you a little bit, and then yeah. I was like, you know what, it's just not worth it. <laughs> And I was just like, I'll let you go. I killed I killed your imp. Yep. Yeah, which you were fine about. Yeah, that's that free. They'll you nothing. <laughs> They're free. <What> <laughs> uh and I also killed one of your one of your boys, I think. Yeah, a good few of my soldiers. But uh, it took to a out. lot of work. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was really fun and now we want Matt to play. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah, I would like to play. I took home that box of Frostcave Soldiers and then I opened it and I discovered there's a lot of arms and legs and only one torso. Oh no. So I need to go and get a different box to no. actually. Wasn't there one
1: there. that was on un- I thought there was one that was on un- open. Oh, was that, that I didn't
0: see that one. I picked up the one that was on the shelf. Oh, yeah. that yeah, one that was, was one I, yeah, I used. So. That's uh, it's all fine. I think,
1: I think there were I think there are ones in the office that haven't been opened. I'm pretty sure there's at least one. Yeah. And that's uh, the one we were talking about. No. That was the box. So you picked up the box that I raided the other week. That's why there's only one Yeah, posted. I
0: mean I've got some miniatures. Like one of the lovely things about Frostgrave, uh, which was written his piece, is that you can kind of play with any miniatures you have. Yeah. So I could just bring along some of the miniatures I have that I don't use brought? for anything. Oh, yeah, I've got like a little Gandalf over here, and yeah, of and,
1: and course like, it's yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, I just paint them
0: sometimes while you know while I'm chatting to friends. Uh, I was so like, I'm slowly painting the Fellowship.
1: I was like in my head, I was like, shall we guess what miniatures Matt Jarvis?
0: Is well, I started do? gluing together. Do do I can't remember if I said this on the podcast last time. I started gluing together some bloodball miniatures, and then I spent about yeah. forty minutes trying to put together an orc and really struggling with where. A particular like decoration it was like a it was a very warhammer orky thing of like mm. here's a skull on like a handle um, look
1: he's gotta have his accessory man. yeah, yeah i mean the, like
0: genuinely the the miniatures look really great in blood bowl so it's second edition um so and i'm really keen to play because i love blood bowl but wow, i just really struggled to put together the miniatures
1: bring it along because uh, i need to
0: put together the rest of the miniatures first i've only done one and three quarters
1: because um, now that I've played Frostgrave, I'm like, what else is there? Like, I don't think mm, I yeah. really want to touch Warhammer proper because it scares me.
0: Warhammer proper, as someone that used to collect it back in the day, was always better in concept than reality. I mean, I'm talking 15, 20 years ago when I was playing a lot, but I always preferred the, the putting things together and painting them to the actual play. That's
2: all I do. But, I have so yeah. much warhammer and i'm like do i do anything with it other than paint it no so <laughs> you, you, it's fine maddie you do little tea parties i paint them all in pink you're
1: like,
2: um you're like a Mr. <laughs> i make would my little like, dolls and then would you I... like some more
1: chamomile tea Mr. yes
2: <laughs> <laughs> and i use them for other stuff honestly and
1: then you're like yes please i would like one of those shortbread cookies as well i love
2: painting my <laughs> dolls i love my warhammer dolls and no one can stop me
1: In your orc, and you've got it like sat next to a Barbie or something. Yes. Oh boy, a Tea Party video coming soon. (laughs) It is
0: kind of the the thing that I really love about Frostgrave in concept, Mm. though, is like, and those kinds of games is that they let you just use miniatures you have because there are so many games that I have miniatures for that I don't play because partly because of the job and partly just because yeah. of the nature of it. I'm just jumping between games. So something that's just like, here's some r- like here's a rule book, mm. just use the stuff you have. Like you can yeah. buy the official stuff. Like we, you know, we were sent some stuff by Northstar, which makes mm. the official miniatures for it, but you don't need them. You can just kind of pick up the rule book, which I think is like 15, 20 quid as a PDF, yeah, it's a cheaper than yeah. that. yeah. So it's just a set of rules. It's not a massive tome you and do, then you can just I, play.
1: I will say you do need terrain though. Like, yeah,
0: but you can make that terrain. out of paper if you of want ours to. All you know. just
2: cardboard, like we just used yeah. cardboard and like bits of like Lego sets we had, like as long as you have stuff yeah. to, like high behind and like climb over, that's, that's all you really need. Like, yeah, it's got
0: kind of like almost a zine feel to it where you can throw a load mm. of stuff together and it's perfectly, like that's how it's designed yeah. to work, um, which is very cool. Um, Mm. We've mentioned it before, but Gaslands is the other one I'm itching to play because that just lets you use Hot Wheel cars or other small
1: cars. In a similar
0: way, where it's like you don't have to buy and put together miniature cars, you Mm. just pick up toy cars and use those, so... I think I'm just into...
1: I'm I'm into miniatures games that... um, One, aren't entirely revolved around just killing, Mm. like, the other enemies, Mm. like, you know, uh, units. Uh, like Frostgrave, and also that aren't just, like, feet... Again, like, it's not just that, but, like, the reason why Blood Bowl kind of interests me because it's it's about, like, playing a, a sport yeah. rather than, like, here are some marines, here are some orcs, kill each other. <laughs> yeah, and
0: with Blood Bowl specifically, and I wrote about this for the site, the fun thing about it is that when you screw up, it's kind of part of the game, and it's just as... Mm. it's Well, it's, like it's a part of the fun to watch your kind of star player book it along the pitch and then you roll badly and they just face plant into the dirt and yeah. <laughs> drop the ball and it bounces off. Like that's part of the fun. Whereas a lot yeah. of more traditional war, uh, like war games and Warhammer. If you fail, that's like, just Yeah. It. It's like you try yeah. and swing a sword. It's kind of like d d combat a lot of the time. Right? It's like you try and swing a sword and if you biff the roll completely, kind of nothing happens mm. and you have to style it out or just deal with it. And mm. you can spend multiple turns shooting at nothing and just sinking bullets into the ground
1: so uh watch this space the icebreaker yeah. Be yeah playing more miniatures games which is great because yeah. we've not really done it as much as we'd like to i think yeah just, like, i mean trying there are hard things to and do it. when
0: you're not together in person as well like they yeah. really do rely on yeah that, i mean so.
1: they're they're pretty much impossible to do but like if you're not in person so luckily now we can yeah uh and finally just to mention because this is important for work uh, it's for work,
0: man.
1: Important work. Um, I recorded a lovely video yesterday uh, for the members. So if you joined Icebreaker Plus, you'll have access to this. Uh, where I played Resident Evil 2 Remake. I've spoken about this on the podcast previously. But now you can watch me play it <laughs> and-, <laughs> and yell and have a generally bad time. Because Amazing. honestly... Uh, it's funny because before I recorded this I was like worried because I was like oh I'm kind of stuck and I feel mm-hmm. like that's going to be really boring for people to watch me just wandering around the game and not really know what I'm doing so I, I kind of a little birdie told me a little hint I was like oh I'll use that for the video and oh boy <laughs> it resulted in some stuff happening oh my and God. genuinely I've not been that Frightened in a game a long time <laughs> yelling and, and being like oh no
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, i cannot wait to watch this
1: <laughs> it's yeah it's quite an experience I, I think at one point the words oh you bad man is is <laughs> oh, uh, they are uttered <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah you should keep an eye out for that video if you're a member of dice hmm. and if you're not
0: yeah, fling us some money if you have it, of course. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we appreciate obviously. your support, but it's not necessary.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, cool. There you go, right. that
1: me. Bye. Nice. Oh.
0: Maddie. Uh, first hey. of all, thank you for fixing the stream. Uh, it's a for- hard job that... People, I think people <laughs> watching probably don't appreciate how difficult it is to just make some of this stuff work, uh, and is the reason yeah, things just break because technology. Yeah, so I'm thank you. Yeah.
2: I'm learning. I'm learning. I mean, watching me learn and grow in real time, live. On. Yeah, it's
1: <laughs> special. It's like yeah.
2: it's like watching a little birdie fly away yeah. out of I'm Falling out of the nest. And then I got fix, <laughs> fix
0: the audio. Uh, what have you uh, been playing, other than Frostgrave, of course?
2: Yeah. What have I been playing? um Again, I was meant to play City of Mist last night, but someone else oh, was ill, no! so we had to push it back So we played more The true I'll.
0: RPG group <laughs> experience of just finding it impossible to schedule something. It's one
2: of those things where normally I'll just carry on because it's the very first session and I have like, th- this is when all the characters meet and I have like a big event planned. I was mm. like, I can't do this with one person down. Um, so I just ran my Wabi on the Witchlight, which I do as alternate, um, which was very fun people went to frog city. Uh, oh my god. That was god. Great. Yeah. Honestly, Walter Woods like frog it's city. great. Uh, it's, the, it's home to the soggy court, which is where, like a oh little royal god. frog lives. Um, and they Madding. met Baron like green baron, blump green baron and like Muddle Mudd like Earl of Stinkwater that was
1: oh my god <laughs> Earl of Stinkwater yeah. I can't cope right now this just sounds like I made this
2: honestly I feel like yeah I think you'd love it oh, I can see I you living in this place. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. it's great
1: oh you're making me want to play D&D and that is just... I'm yeah. telling you
2: honestly it's been really fun it's not It's not a campaign where combat is very much like a thing at all they've had one fight um and the thing was like way stronger than them so in the end they just their friends had to be like please like we're just gonna bargain and like give some of our stuff away and like save them but no generally it's just like a really fun adventure um you're just like going through all these like weird fey wild places with these scary hags um just doing like like a classic fairy tale like a to b thing happens things happen like it's very fun. I'm having a so great do time. Are
0: you, you like, does your group work through the d books as they come out? Like, are you planning to go from this to whatever came out? this? Radiant Journey the Radiant
2: Citadel. I, we weren't planning to just work through the books. Basically, I'd never run a pre-written adventure. And then Witchlight came out last year and I was like, oh my God, this is made for me. So I decided to run it because I was like, oh, that should be like less work. I honestly think running a pre-written adventure isn't less isn't- work. It's It's more work. Yeah. (laughs) If only
0: (laughs) there was a video, Maddie, that people could watch about running a pre made adventure in an RPG. If
2: you want some help with that, I have done a video on it after I was looking around and I was like, no one is telling me how I need to make notes or anything. I'm so confused and scared, and there's so many pages. Um, So I made a video on that on the Dicebreaker channel. So check that out. Um, Mm. But I, saying that, I do want to run Radiant Citadel now because it looks also amazing.
1: The thing is, like, wizards are very thorough. (laughs) Because mm. they're like, this is the best way to run the campaign, and mm. I'm like, oh, I don't want to, but I don't want to control ten wolves. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that.
0: You <laughs> no? and I are very different people, Alex being I. Would jump at the t- chance to control. What, ten
1: in D and r- D, controlling um, ten wolves. in D and I I
0: don't know. In you real know. life. In real life, yeah, I'd jump. At yes. That. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's a whole whole other scenario. Matt, in real life, I want to go to Frog City. <laughs> But I can't, unfortunately, so it's indeed (laughs) me. But, um, and we we had a little chat, didn't we, Maddie, about Mm. Vampire? We were getting really
2: hyped. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, like, I can, I can, I, before this book came out, I had run my own adventure and I had put a frog city in that adventure that I made. Oh, yeah, and we had to like stop doing that because some people dropped out. But, uh, yeah, me and Alex were thinking about putting, starting to play some more games together outside of work, so. I could find something to run you a Frog City in Frog
1: City RPG. Oh my will God. Make I it would love that. I would genuinely play D and D just so I could visit the. <laughs> I mean,
0: mouse, mouse writer is the kind of like because that's yeah. all at, like the level of mice and bugs and stuff. So frogs are would Perfect. be at home in that, yeah, and no, it's basically OS, OSR. It's like mm. old school D and D roller D twenty. It's but, good.
1: It's good. Game. I really want to try it. Very half my list i will say but then it's a little scary because the frogs are like the frogs are big right whereas i like the idea of talking of the person my side talking to a frog
0: like (laughs) a a frog sized frog a frog
1: sized -sized frog frog. yeah Ah, not a big one no i i I, yeah i want to (laughs) go the problem is i think it would end up where if i did go to frog city (laughs) uh the frogs would be like oh god we're so scared there's this giant here. And I'm like, I just like you and I want to hang out, but then mm. I'll end up accidentally destroying their oh, no. livelihoods. But by just being big and clumsy, and then I'm like, oh no, I was the problem all along. Look, what happens in Frog City stays in Frog City. No, because right? then I'll, no. I'll have to live with the guilt of it. <laughs> um But no, we were talking about vampire. We yeah. Were talking about- because um, we both said that we we have the latest edition, which I believe is yeah. fifth edition. Got the lovely big uh, tome. Lovely Haven't big source We've not touched it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just looked at the looked
2: at the pictures. Yeah, like the pictures.
1: And I've read I've read I've read quite a bit of it, mm. but like I've not played it because it's scary. <laughs> to, yeah. Not like spooky, but like it's also. this big and there's a lot it's crunchy and I don't know if I want to run it, but I want to play it. But if we can sucker someone into, and we have, we've sucked yeah, we my have. partner. He he
2: was like, I guess I should get reading, and I was like, Yep, I'll get the fuck out for you.
1: <laughs> you better come on, ba- babe. <laughs> <laughs> Wake <Wait, laughs> up, babe. No. You have to
2: run me and my friends by the masquerade. <laughs> Literally. um oh. so that'd be really fun, though.
1: Yeah, I can't wait because I just want to play a toreador which is like the charming vampires. They're the ones that can sweet talk people and stuff. Because I love characters who are very charismatic because mm. I think they're the most fun to play. Yeah. And I want to play a Toraidor who is very fancy schmancy. You know. That. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Fancy there you person. go. Um, anything else
2: you've been playing, Maddie? <laughs> Honestly, I, I was flat out last weekend. So I, think, I think D&D is just all I've played this week. It's
1: fine. And Frostgrave. And Frostgrave. Yeah. So other stuff we've covered. Matthew Jarvis, what have you been playing? Uh,
0: not very much uh, on the subject of vampires. Uh, my wife and I decided to watch three of the Twilight movies. Oh all yeah, up <laughs> one of the other day. honestly,
2: much better use uh, of your time than anything else. They, they no. Don't
0: <laughs> hold up, they are problematic in parts, uh, but they're they're fairly good fun. And now I kind of just mm-hmm. want to make a dopey, like vampire character who's just.
1: Join our
2: campaign. Yeah, yeah we've, right? we so far we had three people, so we need to just, branch out.
0: Can we just breathe heavily and not really say anything yes. for multiple <laughs> minutes and just awkwardly stare at things.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, you gotta be like, you gotta clutch the table, just like be like.
0: Yeah, catch an apple and hold it very awkwardly to yeah. recreate the cover of the book. Uh, yep. So I haven't You've really.
1: Got to have played... to
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really played a lot of board games or RPGs this week. To be honest, I've been busy. Uh, I did take a bag of board games to a friend's thirtieth. Uh, bag of board, but I d- didn't actually end up playing any of them, uh, as is the way. Uh, they requested it. I wasn't like the guy turning up with the acoustic guitar, uh, just like look at these board games I bought, and then just up uh, breaking them out. Um, that's better right, than a go. guitar
2: though because a I, guitar is something one person is doing and is like watch me whereas a game is like I lady, want to engage
0: with f- as me. someone <laughs> that also plays guitar <laughs> claim the guitar is also a gift to others uh, <laughs> naturally I'm so wow But I did, I feel like I created a really good uh, mix of party games, but we just, Uh, there there were other things going on. You were watching
1: Twilight, that was the other
0: thing. Not at the birthday, Oh,
1: okay. the
0: birthday do was in a field, it was camping, Uh, we were looking at goats and horses and stuff. Although me from a distance, because I'm highly allergic.
1: Oh yeah. Uh,
0: So I kind of just looked at the horse and stayed at a respectful distance. Um, Man
1: looking at (laughs) horse.
0: But if people are wondering, my kind of go to party games were Happy Salmon, of course. Uh, Skull was in there. Fruit Punch, which I've written about for the site, which is very good. We played that. Banana! Yeah, it's very good. I like it. It's BTS approved. Um, I also took along. Oh my gosh, what else did I take that was a good party game? Now that I'm trying to recall my recommendations for Mm. party games, I can't remember them. But (laughs) I would say Happy Salmon, Skull. Um, Fruit Punch. Oh, In a Bind, which was re-released as Yogi, is a very good kind of stood-up twister where you try and hold cards between oh. like parts of your body. Increasingly difficult. Oh, it's yeah, Very, very good. good. Yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah. So um, if you're if you're going to a birthday party, whether it's in a field with goats or just somewhere else, those are some of the things I would recommend.
1: I, I have to say the chat is absolutely popping off right now. Uh, I've got to I've got to mention some of these things. Max yeah. One says I'm a venturer at heart. That's a good choice. I like True. Nice. The natural, natural leaders. Um, Baddy Wrongleg says, quote, anyway, here's Ticket to Ride. I am yet
0: to take Ticket to Ride, to, but I feel like Ticket to Ride is the acoustic guitar of, of party board <laughs> yeah. games, because it's not really suitable and it's only benefiting you. Uh,
1: and Angel Beat says, respectfully looking, yes. <laughs> presumably yes. a reference to Man the girl. best
0: way to treat horses yeah you respectfully yeah, look at them they are
1: majestic uh, yeah. So yeah
0: i like horses i'm just very allergic to them yeah uh,
1: they're fine with that
0: outside of that i did play a little bit of batman everybody lies
1: oh my God, everybody
0: yeah. lies uh <laughs> which is the batman version of the detective a modern crime board game oh yeah which has a much better subtitle than that uh i like detective so for those who don't know it is a board game where you solve a series of cases. Mm. Um, you use an app on a computer or a mobile device, which is essentially like a police database of evidence. So you, the physical board bits are about managing your time as you move between locations because you only have so much time to solve the case. Uh, and then you will plug file numbers into the app, and it will display things that you need to know and that you can draw kind of evidence out of. So it's based on that system. Uh, Another game that was based on that system, which came out last year is Dune House Secrets,
1: mm, yes. um, which
0: I've not played.
1: I wanna play so, it, it's got yeah. Timothy Chalamet in it. Yeah,
0: they kind of, and they introduced some kind of tweaks to the formula where it's about managing your political allegiances in the very Dune kind of way. Mm. Uh, whereas Batman Everybody Lies is kind of back to basic detective stuff in that you are cracking a case. You are not Batman, you what? are okay. um, Vicky are you- Vale. You are Catwoman. You oh, Vicky are
1: Lyle, Oh, my God. Harvey
0: Bullock and someone else that I can't remember. You know, you're not Batman. You are working for Jim Gordon rather than Batman. Okay. You can go and chat to Batman. And what? Grocky just in, says, his,
1: in his cave?
0: Some, yeah, sometimes in the Batcave, sometimes just out and about, I think. Um, oh. And he goes... Go and visit this number card. And you go, okay, thanks, Batman.
1: <laughs> thanks, B. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Mr. B. Cheers, babe. So
0: you, it's, it's mostly like a story driven yeah. game. You read cards, they will give you some details of the story. Uh, mm-hmm. I will say up front that we played the prologue, which is shorter than the main cases in the game. It's kind of designed as a tutorial. We also played it wrong, to be up front. Uh, uh... We forgot to read a crucial thing and then got stuck. And we're like, we don't have any further leads to follow. To the point where I then emailed the publisher and was like, help! And they said, have you done this? And I said, no, I haven't, thank you. Oh. I was quite embarrassed because it was our silly mistake, my silly mistake. Um, but yeah, the the bit of that I played so far, it seems like a detective game, you know? You follow the leads from cards, you kind of have to draw your own conclusions between the evidence. Um, what's new in this one is that, uh, at least to me, each character has a kind of unique ability and objectives. So as Catwoman, you might be uh, like trying to find out the connection of a particular person to the case. Uh, you can choose whether to keep those secret or you can say them out loud. Um, and they kind of sit alongside the main solving of the case. So yeah, I think cool. what I've done of it so far, you know, it seems pretty good. Detective, for a game that relies a lot on story, the writing was a bit here and there. It was a bit all over the place. Uh, I gelled with it because I think it it felt a bit like a, B movie at times, like it's hard to take too seriously. Well,
1: like the Um, B movie,
0: not the B movie with Jerry Seinfeld. Just um,
1: a a B B B hyphen movie, right?
0: Um, yeah, the writing and the writing in this so far is it's quite you know plays off of tropes. It's very like smoke pouring from sewer grates and Batman looking gruff and sad. Uh, Oh, he just very much playing into that side.
1: (laughs) He just needs me to go. Go and, you know, look after him. That's all he needs. I wish he'd stop messing about and sort (laughs) that out.
0: But yeah, it seems like I'm looking forward to playing more of it. I liked Detective and there are three cases in this. I think each one Mm. takes a couple of hours to do so, you know, then Mm. if it's anything like Detective, they're not highly replayable. So you're looking at probably um, something like six to 12 hours for the whole box. Um, But it is the kind of thing where it's not like a legacy game. You're not destroying anything. So if you go in with a few friends and you're willing to pass it around, it might justify the cost a little bit better that way. Uh, But yeah, yeah, I'll probably have some more thoughts once I've played more of it. But from what I played so far, seems like a Batman one of those. Seems okay. Yeah.
1: Um, Not final
0: impressions just yet.
1: Have you encountered Calendar Man or not?
0: Calendar Man, I have not encountered. Like I say, we're only in the prologue. So it's kind of your typical stuff like Falcone's involved and... At oh, really <laughs> one point the Joker pops up in a way what? that is not like it not really a spoiler because it is right in this short prologue tutorial thing. And it's basically like you go to Arkham Asylum and there's like this weird thing where to do another lead, it's like you lie and say that you're here to interview the Joker, and then the Joker turns up and you kind of just like ignore the Joker and walk off. And it's wow. like it's very odd rude. and kind of funny okay, in a way a that I don't know move. if it's meant to be funny. Yeah, that, yeah. Like,
2: I'm going to cut the Joker the most... to his core.
1: Yeah, one of the yeah. most dangerous supervillains in Gotham. And then you're <laughs> actually... actually no, I don't hear for you. Yeah, <laughs> like just
0: hanging up on the call before he can even finish the punchline. It's pretty <laughs> oh.
1: Um,
0: he, He's got it coming. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's Batman. Everybody lies, at least so far. Like I say, it's a very, very small amount I've played so far. It's out on the 19th, I think, so... I'll have some more thoughts ahead of that. And who knows, maybe we'll play it on the channel and maybe oh, we'll have something special when we do play we it on the channel.
1: Be, yeah. We might be, yeah. We playing it next
0: week and we might have some copies um, to give away.
1: Oh no, I thought the special thing was going to be we had like a acid, an acid thing for, to push someone in. No. If, if, if we people the people vote get we get that's enough anymore. Yeah, yeah no. They they in
0: that Draken like... movie, they just made him like I don't know. They're...
1: Yeah, he's just yeah. A, he's just a crime boss now. Yeah. But Boo. no, yeah. Uh, as as Matt and uh, Maddie said, we will have a copy to give away. It's very exciting. We'll have
0: multiple copies to give away.
1: Multiple copies! My God. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so tune in next week. I think we'll be playing. First uh, and it will be spo- spoiler free. I think we'll be playing the prologue. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah there'll be reason for you to play the full full thing. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, other than that, I haven't really played any other board games or RPGs to be honest. I, I bought a copy of Old School Essentials a little while ago, actually based on Manny's video, yeah. uh, which is very good and is up on the YouTube channel because uh, my group, which previously played Pathfinder and Monster of the Week, were looking for something new to play. And I was like, that game sounds cool. I'm gonna pick up a copy, partly just because it sounds cool and I want a copy of it, uh, even if we didn't play it. So. Yeah, uh flicking through it, I really like the look of it and the sound of yeah. it. I kind of I'm not the world's biggest D D fan, but I kind of like the very back to basics like brutalness of it, I guess. Yeah. Like the <laughs> I don't like a lot of admin stuff in my RPGs, but I do kind of like the you're gonna get hit and you're gonna lose like three quarters of your health points because yeah. you are a fragile human being made of squishy blood. Um so yeah, I squishy I'm,
1: blood. Oh. I'm looking
0: forward to it. Uh I haven't really done a lot else. I've played a bunch of Yakuza 0. It's (laughs) fun. It's got great writing in it. Uh, I might play Mijong in that at some point because Mijong's in there and Poker. So I I think Wheels has it as well. So maybe we'll do that for a member's video. Uh, But the other day I was just like, maybe I'll just play Mijong in Yakuza 0 a bunch. Mm. Um, Yeah, uh, my copy of Betrayal arrived. Uh, It arrived a little bit beaten up. It kind of got lost in the post, I think. I'm looking forward to playing that. Uh, You should go watch slash read Mian's review Mm because I'm excited to play that game. Betrayal is a great game. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of B-movie stuff, it's very much a B-movie board game. It knows what it's going for. It's messy in all the right ways.
1: Uh, Wei (laughs) Han Lim says, will there be costumes for next week's stream? Uh, I I wish. Not currently
0: planned. We
1: we need to get, I want to get a Harley Quinn costume, but like uh, Batman the Animated Series Harley Quinn not um
0: like Suicide Squad, no. Uh, no. Yeah, uh, when I was a here's a here's a fun Matt, Matt childhood story. When I was a kid, I How went lovely. on a holiday with a very close friend. We were probably about five or six at the time, and we had one Batman costume between us. So we took shifts in who could wear the Batman costume when. We had wow. like a rotor, and it was like uh... okay your rota as batman is up it's time for me to be the batman
2: you're the batman uh, now to be fair yeah. that's very good of you for sharing like did any of you be like i don't i don't want to give up i don't no, care I about the rotor we yeah we
0: were very structured about it you know Hi. uh yes so this there you once go. again it's...
1: shapes more of my understanding
0: n- yeah how nothing you says the man you are <laughs> n- nothing says a youthful childhood like abiding by a rotor. uh a rota okay of fun. <laughs> um says
1: says you could at least wear a lot of black Eyeliner,
0: matte can rock. Oh yeah, head. I did wear. Yeah. I wore eyeliner and yeah,
1: you and, did. And,
0: and nail polish, in fact, for uh, my friend's party, and it was good. It's been a while since I wore any of that stuff, and I'll say I killed it. Yeah, yeah, we
1: okay. used <laughs> a line of black eyeshadow, Yeah, like smoky eyeshadow gets around our like, eyes. Yeah, yeah, and then just talk Perfect. really.
0: Yeah, if you want to see how that looks, uh, go to my Instagram.
1: <laughs> it in. Uh it.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, and for oh those goodness. on anime, those on anime check oh, the no. one of you. Uh, my group are currently watching Evangelion uh, again. Uh, and I am up to Stone Ocean of JoJo. Moving on to news. All right. Let's do some quick fire things. Uh, that Blade Runner RPG is on Kickstarter and it's making a heck of a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. I'm
1: tempted, I have to say. Yeah. It's yeah, a pretty cover good track book. record
0: as well. So, yeah. you know, they did that Alien RPG, which is pretty good, like, does some really interesting things.
1: I want that hardcover book, it looks pretty, mm. and I love Blade Runner, so I'm very tempted. Oh,
0: Yeah, part of me wonders whether people are backing this because it's free league and therefore, you know, they've made some pretty good RPGs, whether the majority of people are backing it because it's almost like a Blade Runner art book. You know, there's obviously some <laughs> intersection, but I always wonder with this stuff, kind of like the Avatar Legends Kickstarter. Yeah. Like, how far is it going just I mean, based on the fact it's Blade Runner?
1: Blade Runner is... oh, okay. So, I, this is rough estimations. I reckon Blade Runner is not as popular as Avatar. Just because...
0: You reckon? That's, I reckon okay, it's not.
1: Because Avatar 1 is more recent. Therefore, This is not.
0: Avatar The Last Airbender. We
1: yeah, this right is Avatar up. The so, Last Airbender. James Cameron's not, blue people. No, not James Cameron's the blue only people. RPG I care about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I give it time. They're making yeah, a lot of those films. They will.
1: Um... Yeah, I just think more people because obviously Avatar The Last Ember is a more recent property. It's like massively popular. Like, I don't think people realise because obviously, especially among like our generation and maybe even a little bit older, like people watched that, you know, when it was coming out, whereas like original Blade Runner is what, like nineteen seventy something? No, nineteen eighty two. Um so it's I mean, Blade Runner is iconic, but it's whether, like, are there lots of people who genuinely, like, love the property? Obviously, like, mm. 2049 came out, but apparently no one went to see 2049. Which is a Which change, is a
0: damn shame. <laughs> but they gave Denis change. Villeneuve the money to make that Dune film, so... Yeah,
1: so Dune good. Is, <laughs> comes from that. But um, I reckon it's a mixture of both. Obviously, like, Blade Runner is popular, but, like, you know, Free League has its own fans as well. Yeah, I, know, I just I think, feel like, yeah... Avatar Legends I think is more Avatar than Magpie. I don't think many people know Mm.
0: Magpie, whereas... I guess my head as well, it's like Avatar is a world that revolves around its fighting styles, right? Like its it's bending styles. So it's very obvious as a combat kind of mechanic for a tabletop RPG. Whereas looking at Blade Runner, Blade Runner has an incredible world, like fantastic storytelling and atmosphere, but especially because it defined a lot of the sci-fi that followed It feels like it's kind of like almost generic by nature of having come so early. So it's like, what does this do that, for instance, like a cyberpunk or like an indie, you know.
1: I think they're being really, from what I've read up to this point uh, about it, I think they're going, they're being really clever about it because they are focusing on the key themes of Blade Runner that aren't just, like futuristic stuff and you know like it's like the cyberpunk kind of transhumanism stuff necessarily they're focusing more on like that struggle between you know like being like embracing your humanity we don't mean literally we mean the concept of humanity meaning like empathy compassion yada yada, yada. and like or, like accepting your place because you, you have to play, you're all playing as Blade Runner which is a job that is not very nice <laughs> because you're essentially killing, you're hunting and killing like mm. living beings. Mm. Obviously they're replicants so like they're not humans but th- if you've watched Blade Runner you understand the themes of that <laughs> like just because they're not human yeah. doesn't mean they can't experience you know emotions or, or memories and things. So they, they seem to be really leaning into that dilemma, the drama of the fact that I think mean, it's very clever that like you have to be blade runners like mm. not just because that's the most iconic part of the series but also because it means that you have to interact with yeah, that drama Yeah, it gives you like an objective
0: in that world. Yeah,
1: yeah, like and you can play as a replicant as well in it which is really cool. And you can play openly as a replicant or you can pretend to be a human. Mm. Uh, and they have the, it's confirmed that they have the uh, baseline tests which are included, which were in Blade Runner 2049, where if you're openly a replicant working for the Blade Runners, you have to sometimes if you're not performing as they expect you to, you have to do a baseline test, and hmm. then you can you can do you can choose to fail it if you want to gain more humanity. And kind of push That's yourself cool. more in that way. So they're actually like, again, this is what we want to see. I want to see gameplay mechanics feeding like the themes are in the gameplay mechanics. Yeah, and it's more than
0: like, just like way. you can shoot the gun stuff. Yeah, like,
1: it's it's more than just like we're yeah. in a blade. We're in the world of blade yeah. running. You know, roll to in cry LA. in rain.
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but so, um, yeah. it's making a lot of money. So I think it's okay. it's obviously well past the target already. Yeah, I, I free, like I say, free league they've made a pretty good name themselves with things like Tales from the Loop and the Alien RPG, like they like Forbidden Lands, they have a good track record with both licensed stuff and original stuff, so I think it's in fairly safe hands. It doesn't feel like it's it looks, just being spat out.
1: The fact that they are they are showing like specific gameplay details and they, they seem to be keeping it quite focused, that's giving me hope that this isn't just going to be an RPG with Blaine on a slap and pop of it. Yeah. It's going to be like, you know, it's going to be the Blade Runner role playing game. I think they're also using, oh my God, help me out here. Um, they're using a specific system that's quite good, and I can't remember what it's called. Oh, is it
0: the Mutant Chronicles stuff? They use some of Maybe, that in other so. games, I think. It's uh. fine.
1: I can't remember. Anyway, let's carry on. News. We're in the
0: chopper. Yeah, let's uh, let's fire these out quickly. There's an EV version of Point Salad coming, but only in Korea. Brackets. Sad times. uh, Which it looks great great
1: for Korea, but yeah, Yeah, you you understand Korean.
0: I look forward to paying about sixty quid to import this twenty-pound game into the UK. Thanks, Brexit. Um, But yeah, Point Salad. those who've followed the channel for a while would be familiar, it is a card game where you collect vegetables and then you score points based on which vegetables you've collected and the scoring cards you've picked up as well and they flip yeah. over so they can be either a way of scoring or the actual vegetables that will give you those points uh, and that's kind of fun. the fun of it. It's a really good game. Point Salad is a fantastic yeah. game. Eevee's a good Pokemon. I would like this Eevee version. I of will say, it's got good art.
1: I will say uh, it's a bit scandalous. Uh, because it, it it doesn't seem to include two evolutions, uh, I can't seem to see... I didn't see Leafeon or Glaceon in there. So, although... Sad. I know, they are generally considered the least popular. I mean, Leafeon
0: oh. would surely be the most appropriate for Point Salad.
1: I know, yeah. right? uh, I couldn't see Leafeon. If I was going
0: to eat an Eevee, uh, it would <laughs> no! probably be... I I was going to say it would be the vegan choice, but it's not. No! Uh, (laughs)
1: uh, No, I couldn't see Leafeon or Glaceon, so...
0: Uh, Well, maybe they'll come in in an expansion. Expansion. (laughs) Uh, I don't think Point Salad has had any expansions, because it doesn't need them, it's a perfect game. Uh, uh, Next, uh, whizzing through this news, there's a new ticket-to-ride, it's set in San Francisco, it's not a full ticket-to-ride, it's just one of those city spin-offs. Mm -hmm. So they've done New York, London, Amsterdam, and now they're doing San Francisco, so they're back to the US. It looks like another one of those. It doesn't seem to have any major gameplay additions. You collect tourist tokens by going round. Like the um, London one, it's kind of got a 60s vibe to it. So it's a lot of like peace and love in the bay kind of uh, like stuff. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I like those city spin-offs. The benefit is that they are very small. They cost about 15 quid, 20 quid. Mm. And they take about 15 minutes to play. They're a good version of Ticket to Ride, in my opinion. Mm. But I think this might be mainly for people who live in and around San Francisco because there are now multiple of those. They're going down the Monopoly route of mm. let's hope these sell these in tourist shops. Yeah. Like. Uh, finally, on the little whiz-through, uh, Nemesis is getting another video game. Uh, Nemesis being basically alien, but not.
1: Yeah, they're uh, scanning, scanning around the license. There. Legally distinct, <laughs> legally <alien>. distinct. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah,
0: This game seems yeah fine. It's like a multiplayer. Nemesis. Of those...
1: So it's Nemesis Lockdown specifically. Yeah, which is like the spin-off one, right? title from Nemesis,
0: mm. and
1: it this one is a direct adaptation. So it it is the board game in video game form, but apparently there is another video game called nemesis something but it that's more of its own thing yeah Uh, i'm
0: kind of intrigued i haven't played Nemesis yet i would like it
1: looks good you know what like it it looks it looks like there's some money in it like it a lot of a lot of board game application video games look a little bit like they've been made in the back office of somewhere with like 100 quid or something but like this one looks like they've put some money into it so
0: uh we should play nemesis at some point I yeah like really it was one of it, yes. a lot of alien alikes that came out about five years ago mm. there was like alone which is fine there was the actual aliens another glorious day in the Core, which took about 10 years to actually be released yeah uh and then there were like some others they just seemed to spring up around maybe the 40th anniversary but yeah. yeah uh nemesis seems to have been one of the ones that's people survived. remember
1: yeah. yeah people speak high fondly highly about it I yeah think.
0: i think people generally like it uh make alien isolation the board gaming cowards uh
1: <laughs> yeah right
0: <laughs> it's good uh next quickly on our news tour uh, news magic tour. The gathering is putting out a secret lair uh called pride across the multiverse uh which is in support of lgbtq plus um communities half of the profits i think are going to the trevor project uh, which mm-hmm. is an organization in the us i believe Um, And yeah, like a lot of the Magic the Gathering, Secret layers, it's kind of a limited run of cards with alternate artwork. So in this case, um, in-universe queer characters um, and like generally thematic celebrations. Queer
1: ideas. Queer content. The the queer community and
0: LGBTQ uh, plus individuals. So yeah, there was some kerfuffle around this initially because the announcement and store pages were locked um, in Latin countries. But they've now been unlocked, and Magic kind of put out a fairly, yeah, like yeah, statement that was kind yeah. of like we've unlocked them without saying a lot about why that was initially the case. Mm. But the fact is, they are now unlocked in countries such as Brazil. Um, so yeah, yeah, these will be out uh, actually.
1: I imagine next they... month, right? Because Pride.
0: Yeah, I believe yeah. they're they're open Do. for pre-orders now. So uh, I think they may that run would make for,
1: sense for a little for, while. Yeah, to come out in June. Uh, yeah, I so, don't, you know, I Secret layer stuff. Yeah, I don't love the idea of Secret layer stuff because it's very much like, oh, if you don't get these now, you never will. And it's like
0: it's the FOMO stuff of magic, yeah.
1: Yeah, and like obviously, sometimes they can be pricey. But I mean, like, pride is a better thing to celebrate than, like, The Walking Dead or something.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know.
1: So, yeah. yeah.
0: Mixed things on, like, big corporations doing this kind of thing. But also... You know, better to more, see it than, rat, yeah, than to yeah, not. Yeah,
2: the it. it than not. So,
0: um, so yeah. Uh, finally, uh, there are some classic, classic. People <laughs> got very upset when I call. I use the word classic to refer to Pacific Rim as uh, a classic past, action it's movie. It's a like classic. a decade old. Yeah. Matt
1: Jarvis, you're riling up the nerds. It's it. a modern
0: classic. I don't know. Yeah, know what Rim, uh, Anyway, uh, for Everyday Heroes, which is a oh spiritual successor to d20 modern which is a spin-off of D 3e third edition um, that basically put it in the modern day um, so everyday heroes is, is not a DD game officially but it is like a spiritual successor of that is compatible with D 5e and it is getting eight official <laughs> campaigns that are based on like directly this. based on official adventures based on eight action movies which are Rambo, Escape from New York, Highlander, Total Recall, Universal Soldier, The Crow, <laughs> Pacific Rim, and Kong that's Skull Island.
1: Yeah, Everyone
0: <laughs> right. Everyone loves Kong Skull Island.
1: I've got, I've got some comments. Big love today. for that. Okay, <laughs> The Crow is hilarious. <laughs>
0: People um, like the crow, right? Like, it obviously, yeah. it has tragedy attached to it, but I, I think people really consider it like a proper cult classic at this point.
1: Um, I saw Highlander last year, and I did not. I didn't like it. Um, I thought it it was very '80s, but also it's kind of gross in some ways. Um, Kong Skull Island is one of the most boring films I've ever watched, <laughs> and it had Tom. Hiddleston in it. This should not happen. He, no. What I'm saying. Pink. How dare you, sir? Take that back. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're doing, don't you, just... We
0: don't have time for
1: that. <laughs> um, no. Uh, I, I. What I'm saying is, it shouldn't have been boring if Tom was in it because I should yeah. have been paying. Shouldn't be boring because to... King Kong was in it. More important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this <is
0: true>. um... <laughs> There's like a massive. You know... He is
2: also a sex symbol. Yes. Yeah. Very important.
0: There yeah, it's it's an interesting selection. Uh, it's so there's um, there's three from the eighties, there's two from the nineties, and then two technically from the millennium. Although that depends on how you feel about Kong Skull Island being defined as like this century rather than last. But yeah, so this is they're calling this the Season of Adventure, uh, and they will be compatible with D and D five D. So you don't necessarily have to own Everyday Heroes to play them. Um, obviously, they are designed for that first and foremost. Uh, the interesting thing, uh, other than the fact these exist, which by itself kind <laughs> of wild, um, is the for Kongskull Island uh, and Pacific Rim, they are also going to release world books. So these are kind of campaigns. What no? They're kind of similar to D and D adventures. So for instance, While Beyond the Witchlight, and then they will be releasing world books, which are more equivalent to source books that will essentially just give like lore and more detailed information on the world, um, I'm just and the back they'll of also the put DVD. out bestiaries um for those worlds as well that so kong skull island and pacific rim <laughs> and they've said so evil genius productions which is the publisher of everyday heroes and these books has said that quote premier franchises other premier franchises may also see the world book treatment but they did not go so far as to saying what those might be
1: so- we continue to see licensed role-playing games just spewing out um, yeah, I think they need yeah. to be handled very carefully. Like, like I said before, with the Blade Runner role playing game, I feel good about that one because I feel like, from what I've seen, I feel like they're actually like, there's care going into it. People are thinking about how to translate this into a role playing game. But then I'm not so sure about these books because it feels a little bit like. You go, here's some things that we can get the license to uh, Yeah, they're adventures,
0: not mechanical like gameplay things, right? They they do say some of them will include new rules and mechanics, but obviously they are not rebuilding the engine from the ground up for no. these worlds. They are D and D five E.
2: So I'd like that oh, for Pacific Rim. Like that would be a perfect film to make into a fun RPG. Like I wanna get in a big mech suit and fight Kaiju.
1: Great. Be, I think it'd be okay if that was the only one they're doing, but the fact that they're just doing <laughs> this bumper collection, weeks. Yeah. I'm sus, I'm a little yeah. bit sus
0: But Everyday Heroes, I will say, sounds sounds cool. Like, um, I've not played D20 Modern, but I kind of mm. am intrigued by the idea of bringing 5e into the modern world and kind of adjusting it for a non fantasy setting. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I guess we'll see with these. Like the fact that they are official and licensed is surprising to say the mm. least.
1: Um, I mean, I will say, obviously, some of these films are beloved, but like, I don't think it would take much to get the license to Kong, Kong Skull Island. Personally speaking, uh, <laughs> mm, I feel I, like they've killed that. It's Although a bit related technically, guess, to the
2: Kong franchise, which I'm sure right, they're still,
1: they're still they're still doing to... the the. I think they still they did that Godzilla yeah, did. versus King Kong. Yeah. Right? Mm. But that, I don't know how attached that was to Skull Island. I'm feeling it was not remotely, right? I
0: think they exist in whatever, you, uh, it's not Kong, Universal, Kong is it?
1: Cinematic Universe. Yeah, like something like that. Yeah. it's
0: you, yeah. <laughs> um, Escape from New York is a funny one just because they also announced that board game recently. So clearly that license uh, <laughs> was up for grabs, <laughs> for grabs and there were maybe. people being like, I'll make a board game, I'll make an RPG. So. Um so yeah, so these will these will be available as part of Everyday Heroes Kickstarter for those who are interested, and that will be out on May seventeenth. Uh, apparently, they will be exclusive to that crowdfunding campaign. So if mm-hmm. you do want them, that's the way to get them. They'll be twenty dollars each, so they're not,
1: that's not too bad. loads
0: of money when you consider what a, what's d and D adventure book like forty quid, thirty quid. Yeah. So they're a bit they're a bit under that. They're about hundred pages, uh, and they'll be out winter twenty twenty three. So yeah, mm-hmm. we'll we'll see with them. It's a it's a weird thing. I didn't see this coming but okay. <laughs> no. Licenses continue to rule the world. Yeah. Uh okay, that's that's the news run. Uh let's move into this week's segment. Segment. Uh Woo. which of course, in case in case you missed it, uh it was May the 4th of this week. Oh yeah. my god, uh, Star Wars day, the the most marketing of days. Uh and we've decided uh, they are gonna Omer. jump
1: on that space bandwagon, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, the yeah, we should we should chat about Star Wars characters in role playing because there have been there have been a few Star Wars RPGs over the years. I,
2: was like, I don't know if you guys tried it, because I'm desperate to try one of the Star Wars role playing games. But I haven't. Like no, lot.
0: they yeah, they re released the old like I think they were based on D and D rules from the 90s. They put yeah. them out a few years ago for the 35th anniversary, something like that. But they have since. I think announced that they're going to re-release the fantasy flight ones, which are Edge of the Empire, yep. Rebellion um, um, yeah, Rebellion, something. Yeah,
1: they're all them. around. So I believe there's, from what I remember, I can't remember all the names. I believe there's one themed around Jedi's. Mm. There's one themed around like the fight between the rebels and mm. the empire, and there's one themed around being like smugglers and sort mm. of. Yeah, yeah. So you pick it's the kind of of time period you want to be in, and like. Well, device. yeah, I th- I think they're all about the same time period. I think it's more like, do you want to do more of the Jedi stuff? Yeah. Do you want to do more of the war stuff? Do you want to do more of the? Yeah. stuff? Do you want to be Luke, stuff? Han, or Leia? Basically. Yeah. Basically, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, but I've not I've not played them. Like, I think people would mm. generally like them, um. But I can't I mean, speak we, to them. Directly. We
1: try to play them. <laughs>
0: We did, yeah. We tried to play them for a Star Wars day. Oh, I can't, yeah. don't remember whether it was the last one or the one before that. but We were it, told not. At the time, We it, they were very hard to get hold of um, in person. So yeah. that was when we end, I ended up wearing a fake fur rug over my head and got very warm. Yeah, I
1: think you were like I'm Chewbacca, and then we read <laughs> we read one of those Star Wars books, and Will said Choose a bad word. Choose your own word.
0: destiny, I think. Ah. Uh, yes. yeah.
1: Will's Will said a bad word. Also, Will's,
0: yeah. Will's <laughs> dropped the f bomb while doing an impression of BBA, <laughs> the the, the Adorable. You know, famously non <laughs> talking robot.
2: In yeah. character for BBA, so
0: it's also very yeah. in character for Will's. Um, <laughs> so, uh, would one of you like to explain what the segment is? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, May the Fourth was this week. Mm-hmm. So in honor of that uh, prestigious occasion, uh, we're going to talk about what kind of character would we play in like a Star Wars role playing situation. So um, obviously, I think we all have de- decent knowledge of Star Wars. Yeah,
0: yeah I've we've seen, seen those movies. We've
1: seen those. I've seen them. I've seen that. the
0: films. Yeah, yeah I watched The Mandalorian. I oh, actually I hope
2: literally like this week. So,
0: mm. oh,
2: my goodness, band.
0: the best songs. <laughs>
1: yeah, mm. <laughs> I would disagree, but you know, each scenario. Um, and no, I'm not going to say the Phantom Balance is the one. I love
0: tax <laughs> you I love, love tax what discussions, you
1: love tax, yeah, trade yeah. discussions.
0: Yeah, I um, love
1: blockades. So you,
2: um, yeah. I have so much... the prequels are so bad, but there's so much I love about some of the Darth characters.
0: Maul's I good, I love Darth
2: Maul so much. General Darth Maul Gravers. underrated.
0: Get stuck with a bad film. Pod okay. racing also good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna launch straight into this and yeah. say, okay. where is the pod racing rules? They might have been in a past Star Wars RPG. I'm not aware of them. If it exists, tell me in the chat. Pod there racing miniatures be... game yes perfect <gasps> yeah
1: i mean they've got star wars x-wing like
0: yeah but yeah and and x-wing is good i like x-wing a lot
1: yeah um, x-wing record, is so... is really good apparently oh, i've not played it but... yeah
0: i would love a a game that works kind of like i guess kind of like gaslands right or kind mm-hmm. of like any like even Camelot. give me the Camelot. oh that'd pod be racing. great
1: but pod racing and then the, oh my god That's what's that racing. guy called i can't remember his name
0: oh but... sebulba
1: Sebulba! Yes, yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I still remember watching um, back be- in the before time. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember watching Astrid who used to work for Rock, Paper, Shotgun. Mm-hmm. I remember watching them Playing the PS One Pod Racing. Oh yeah, Phantom Menace Pod Racing
0: is genuinely good.
1: On on their PC, and they were like showing me all the characters, and I was like, "Is this what they're called?" And they were like, "Yes." So it was <laughs> like, I can't. It was those Star Wars, you know, names that they give particularly the ones that they give to the the, weird, the species that sort of exist but yeah
0: they're, they're in the background,
1: background yeah. <laughs> yeah the ones added
0: in CGI over the yeah. many years of real.
1: Oh like the giant slug oh I love that so much the, yeah. the giant slug that like popped up.
0: A pod racing minigame would be great, right because you could have yeah. different pilots with different abilities, kind of like X-wing where X-wing you have the ships but you also have the pilots and they have different abilities depending on who you've decided to stick in an X-wing. Yeah, I think pod racing would be cool and you could have a momentum system to try and turn corners and not crash into rocks.
2: So is your character choice, Anakin Skywalker? I mean that's great. Unfortunately, I guess I'm
0: led down the the (laughs) aisle. I mean Anakin has the most the most I'm not gonna say the best, but certainly has the most character arc in those films. Yeah, true. A
2: lot of ups and downs.
0: Yeah, (laughs) but I guess Palpatine also there, but Palpatine just Yeah.
1: Look, Palpatine (laughs) is (laughs) Palpatine's in those films, Palpatine's living his best life. (laughs) It's so true,
2: you know? Girlbossing (laughs) to the extreme. Yeah,
1: what about Count Dooku? How do you feel about
0: him? I love Christopher Lee. Yeah. Mm. Rip. Um, (laughs) Rip. But also, Count Dooku, Mm, best known for a bad CGI fight with Yoda.
1: Yeah, Um, oh yeah, he does do that. And a bendy
0: lightsaber. (laughs) Banana-shaped lightsaber.
1: Sometimes you have problems with that. It's okay. Yeah,
2: it happens to the best. It's
1: not embarrassing. Yeah. It just happens that you've got a Bendy lightsaber.
0: So, yeah. What side does your lightsaber (laughs) bend?
2: See, again, prequels, General Grievous. I would. That's who I would want to play. Oh, that be, could like, be interesting.
1: <laughs> you want to be General Grievous? <laughs> I love him so much. Why? Okay, explain, explain to us collection. why you love him.
2: I wish I could explain. I wish I had. I wish I could unlock what it is in my brain why I love him. But just I don't know. I get so happy every time I see him on screen. Mm. I'm like, I love him. He's good. Yeah.
0: He, he does that like, cool helicopter thing. Yeah. Right? The loads lightsabers. of lightsabers.
2: Yeah. He's got his like little cough going on, which yeah. I think is fun. Most um,
0: lightsabers award goes to General Grievous. Yeah,
2: so if I'm roleplaying <laughs> not I'm gonna that. beat you all, I'm gonna have like 10 lightsabers. I
0: th- yeah, there could be like a fun mechanical thing in just having that number of arms and lightsabers where you need to coordinate in order to not just clash <laughs> yeah. with your own- like anyone dual wielding swords, right? It takes-
1: takes yeah. precision,
0: takes That's accuracy, I'm sure that would make a really fun RPG where you're spending like an hour calculating your hand position.
1: <laughs> I'm I roll imagining- <laughs> Maddie having to roll a dice for every single one of our arms. <laughs> Don't mind me <laughs> Take my ten minutes in, in combat as I just roll yeah, for each I, of my I, lightsabers. I'm just like every I'm has initiative. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm gonna go to the supermarket and pick up some things. <laughs> who wants what?
0: It's like I'll the QOP the of the RPGs.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Um so you wanna be General Grievous. That was one of You wanna be choices, like a yeah. droid who is evil? I mean, Star Wars is very good and evil. There's, there's not he's, a huge Yeah, he's area,
0: mainly but... just like, he's very career-driven, right? Like, he's yeah, got his career yeah. path, and his career path is a murder Jedi map. and take their lightsabers. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, he's and a... he's committed to that He's path.
2: ambitious and yeah. he's successful yeah. for a while.
0: Uh, I do like that so far we've got the two characters we would like to be in an RPG <laughs> are Anakin from the prequels and when General Grievous, also from the prequels. <laughs> he's
1: a child.
2: <laughs> child, no, Anakin, it, and General it, Grievous. Yeah. It's yeah, a great group so far. You
1: get to hang out with R2D2. See, yeah, R2D2 Ooh. is my second choice. Oh, R2D2 is your second choice. Yeah. Okay, I so explain R2-D2. how that would work. Um,
2: just do a little scream every time something goes wrong. <laughs>
1: what? Yeah. Primarily, primarily communicating screams and boops. Yeah, I think yeah, pr- communicating
2: little beeps and boops is very fun. Just like. That's a very fun roleplay experience for me. Mm. Probably yeah. everyone else everyone... To be like, "What is she saying?"
1: Yeah, everyone has to. Whenever you talk to anyone, they have to roll to figure out what you say. Yeah. yeah, or you could even do the bloody JRR Tolkien roll and just write your own droid <laughs> language. Although that probably exists somewhere.
0: Oh, no doubt someone has <laughs> translated it.
1: Yeah. RTD2's-
0: beeps and boops into something so
1: you, so maddie you don't you don't want to be queer
2: icon cp3o then uh, r2d2 is just way more fun like i think obviously together they're a great duo they're a dynamic duo if yeah. i could play yeah. with those two great oh, okay dual oh R2-D2. yeah that'd, that'd be, fun. be fun yeah
0: like dual character you've kind of like is c3po kind of like the um summoner and r 2 d 2 is like <laughs> The familiar kind of thing
1: yeah i also feel like oh, it's the I other way <clears throat> the other way around sorry
0: oh that's yeah that's, that's yeah
1: i mean personality wise i think r2g2 is definitely like he's cheeky he, he, they drive. Yeah, so he, they are cheeky i don't Yeah, they sort of drive the I the just, everything they're they're the like, agency. They do the right things. Whereas cp 30 are so much like, oh, I'll, I'll go along with this. I guess. Yeah. yeah someone
0: agency. make a solo RPG where you are just in that escape pod <laughs> at the start of A New Hope, and it's the time between leaving the blockade runner and getting to Tatooine. Yeah. And it's just you and it's just C3PO and R2D2, and they're just having a conversation. Indie <laughs> indie RPG designers, hit me up. Let's make this happen. <laughs> Please, I
1: want to play.
0: Yeah, the journaling um, game of those. Five minutes or however long it takes
1: wrong <laughs> Bad, wrongleg says how about r2d2 with six lights <laughs> oh my god yeah, he does yeah. that thing where
0: he fires it out of the top right or it does that, thing that thing where it flies... at one point it fires the lightsaber out and then someone catches it yeah yeah so maybe make... it's got unlimited lightsabers inside to them
1: manage... out like a peasant's Some are bendy um, yeah i will say earlier someone did say gonk droid which <laughs> <laughs>
0: I feel, gonk droid has had its time that's, in the spotlight.
1: No, but I feel like your your options are going to be a bit limited if you're a gonk droid. Because walk. But for the most part <laughs> that I, yeah, exactly the most of what I understand gonk droids do is they walk and they gonk. And that's about, <laughs> that's about it. Not I mean, no, you could too. have, yeah, you've got
0: two stats. It's like Honey Heist, oh. you've got walk and gonk.
1: <gasps> oh my god, walk and
2: gonk, exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: gonk and droid.
2: I feel like right now we're playing like three different RPGs yeah, like we've got five like, different games wo- Pump right racing. <laughs> not sure what I'm
1: doing and then we've got walk and gonk you you're just stats. like
0: vibing with General Grievous yeah. and yeah, and like a dating sim droid time Yeah,
1: you know, gonk droids lives can have meaning yeah. I think that's the challenge really of being a gonk droid although they would have even less to, you know, ability, even less of an ability to, to communicate because all they can say is gong. <laughs> they don't even get the beeps and the screams, so. Um, yeah, uh, me, I mean, I think Matt already knows my choice. <laughs> what do you think I'd pick, Matt?
0: Alex and is it Salacious Crumb?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> feel like I'm on Jeopardy. What is Salacious Crumb?
1: It's just <laughs> Alex <laughs> Look, Salacious Graham is the best character in the Star Wars
2: universe. Why did I not instantly know that's what you are going to
0: say? I can't believe
2: I didn't like that. <laughs>
1: I'm I just thinking he's iconic. Right? <laughs> it's true.
0: <Right>. Iconic <laughs> is uh, clearly a word that can be applied in so many situations.
1: <laughs> Look, he was so good I mean, to icons. that that they retconned his death in the comics, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, we can't let like, we can't let him die, he's too good. He needs to appear in other things. Uh,
0: for the sake of the audience, can you please explain briefly <laughs> who Salacious Crumb is? Please briefly, I know that you have much to say yeah, on the topic. He's
1: got a long story. history. history. Um, Salacious Crumb, I'm trying to remember what his species is. I think it's like a monkey, something. But um, he's like a little guy who uh, lives in Jabba's palace
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he hangs out with Jabba and he just he just he's just Jabba's hype man like he <laughs> he laughs a lot because he's, he's, he's the flavor
0: flame to Jabba's like
1: yeah <laughs> yeah uh he laughs a lot he laughs at Jabba's jokes he plays he he says jokes himself yeah uh and he's just a sort of spot of and at one point, I think he's, like, attacking one of the droids or something. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, Angel Beat says he's a monkey lizard. Yes, he is. Mm. But, um, Official species. He's, he's just a, 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 you know, he's just a happy guy. <laughs> and I just want to be a monkey lizard who hangs out with, like, a crime cr- crime boss or something. Yeah. Yeah. Is it like
0: a Blades in the Dark style? You plan yeah. your heist with Jabba this and then the Slater's si- crumb heads out.
1: This is, the si- this is the sixth game we're making. Which is yeah, like a *Blaze in the Dark* style RPG where you play yeah, like one of Jabba's hench people. Mm. Uh, I will be playing the monkey lizard. Uh, I mean, mm. uh, let's not beat around the bush. I will be playing slash Crab. Crumbs yeah. in the dark. Crumbs <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you you gotta help Jabba prepare. I love it. You. you gotta do Jabba's dirty work. Yeah. Mm. Jabba's not gonna do it himself. No, he's, no that's he's not
0: what he's about. No. He's a he's a delegator
1: yeah he's Mm. a he's a hot that's his species (laughs) (laughs) he's jabbered the heart you know he's not gonna be doing that himself he's
2: gonna delegate not when you've got salacious crumb on payroll like (laughs) (laughs) like
0: we've really got to justify this crumb budget (laughs) what should we
1: the crumb budget goes to him being being a hype man yeah yeah he's just giving everyone goodbye he
2: makes his money back in seconds
1: yeah he does he really does uh he's great uh yeah or 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 i'd be like and we were talking about this the other day i'd be like max Rebo, uh in the little band that plays <laughs> in the cantina yes and he's despite <laughs> it he, he has this little ball that he's playing <laughs> uh, for people who don't know who max Rebo is he's he's like a little blue guy he looks like an elephant mm. a bit and he's he's in the cantina. <laughs> Band, i'm pretty sure and he's like playing his little orb thing hmm. that's his instrument he's an artist okay <laughs> would be roll, not new game a uh, cantina band you're yes. a traveling band and you're in the world of star wars and you've got to make a living that'd be so fun i would love
2: that like
1: i've always yeah. wanted to do the whole
2: like you're a band of bards traveling around in D&D, but this is like better
1: yeah, beat says the the Jizz Whalers. Yeah, it? I believe
0: that is what oh, the, yes. the canonical reference to Star Wars Jazz yeah. is. Uh, is they call it Jizz, which is unfortunately yeah, it'll be called.
1: <laughs> it'll be. Called... <laughs> well, <laughs> let's have some jizz. That's the oh, that's the game name. Featuring uh, match. George match, right? It's really made some choices,
2: you know? <laughs> mm.
0: some, yeah. Just, oh, yeah. I mean, it's a rich storied uh, lore. Yeah. The star was saying, where apparently he couldn't think of another name for a jazz-like musical style other than jazz. Uh, past-
1: here's an, here's an, a solo RPG I- idea. You are uh-huh. a salak. <laughs> oh.
0: Is that the name of it?
1: I love that. Yeah. You are a salak.
0: Yeah. Salak is the big thing in the pit, right? There, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The, the Sarlacc is the big wormy guy who lives uh, on the, the planet where Jabba's palace is.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. mm. uh, Boba Fett gets, spoiler alert, Boba Fett gets thrown into the Sarlacc. Spoilers! No, he doesn't get thrown. He sort of dodgingly flies in there, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although they've on that as well, I'm pretty sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, Sarlacc's just like, but- <laughs> the, the, the the chat is like, we people are saying jizz. <laughs> It's a music.
2: It's, it's a type of music. It's, it's, a art. Music. it's, it's art. art. It's
1: art, chat. <laughs> but yeah, don't you don't
0: censor my jazz art.
1: Yeah. Uh, Angel Beats says, Thousand Years, Thousand Year Salak. Yeah. You are a Salak. Yeah. Your life is just you sit there. Oh, that's good. Many, yeah.
0: Using the oh, thousand, uh, thousand year old vampire system.
1: Because that's what they do. They just hang out for, for yeah. a very long time waiting for something to fall into their mouth.
0: Yeah, much like a vampire. Yeah. Mm. I've seen Twilight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: I would also we... want to be an Ewok. I can't believe that wasn't up there. It's one of my favorite Oh, uh, Ewok's
0: choices. good, yeah. yeah. Um, New
1: game, Ewok land. Yeah.
0: Endor and, and
1: Endor and, and, and
0: endor. endor and, and uh, Endor and dungeons and Endor Endoragons. Endorable. I can't make it work. Endorable is I'm better. I'm a cute yeah. little
2: Ewok, and I'm just hanging out, just, just living in the your
1: forest. life, just yeah. doing fun things.
0: And then crushing, you know. Fascists.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. Walks. Yeah. Don't they, at one point, don't... oh no, I'm getting confused. Do they attack droids at some point? I can't remember. Uh, I mean,
0: am I, I thinking
1: remember. of the guys who are wearing the big cloaks and they live on Tatooine? What? Who? Who are they?
0: Oh, uh, oh, the
1: Jawas. The Jawas. Yeah, the Jawas. Oh. Yeah.
0: They but... they take droids. That
1: would yeah, also be, be fun. Droids. Yeah, droids. Scavengers. Uh, droid squad. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, with that, I think, (laughs) we have come to the end of this week's Dicebreaker podcast. Uh, Thank you if you're in the chat and you've joined us. We are live every Friday from 2pm BST, uh, where you can join us too if you head over to youtube.com slash Dicebreaker, and we can also, of course, be found on Dicebreaker.com. But for this week, uh, thank you, Maddie, for joining us.
2: Thank you, and sorry for all the audio issues. Thank you people for sticking around. Really appreciate it.
0: Thank you for fixing it all it's like you have the hardest job to try and be entertaining while also fixing <laughs> complex technical problems
1: what a hero yes
0: yeah, so thank you thank you for pulling oh. us out of that uh alex me and thank you also for being here of course oh uh,
1: it's been great i've been able to talk about some of my favorite things mm. yeah, yeah tom hiddleston salacious crumb yeah salacious crumb day comes <laughs> but once,
0: comes but once a year yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: it's been great i i've loved it also join Join Dicebreaker Plus, maybe. Yeah, join yeah. Dicebreaker or Plus subscribe.
0: if you would like to watch many uh, wonderful videos from the team and also me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yep. you can join us as we watch Battleship, another piece of hype. Yeah,
2: that's uh, finally, that's going to happen.
0: As well as me yeah. and the Resident Evil video, of course. Uh, and I've been Matt Jarvis, I've been your host. Thank you for joining us. We will be back next Friday, live from 2pm BST on youtube.com slash Dicebreaker. But until then, look after yourselves, enjoy your weekend and have a lovely day. Goodbye.